Welcome back to the Dragon's Well. I am your host, Maverick. Uh, this episode's going to be a little bit different than our usual format. Uh, Sprites is not with us today. He, uh, he is helping to teach young minds about Jesus, and I applaud him for that. And so today we thought we'd do something a little different. We didn't want to skip a week. Um, so today we have a special guest. Uh, I know we had talked about prior having some of our esports kids on here. Um, so uh, what I would like to do is introduce you to uh, Degree. I know he uh, he's excited to be here. And what I'm thinking is... Uh, we need to to give him a shout out also for his Twitch channel. I think you can find him Degree Recon on that's, Twitch. That's it, uh, that's it. So Degree, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, uh, I appreciate you for letting me get on the podcast here. Uh, been listening for a while, and I'm you know one of your esports kids. So it's good to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I look. I'm, we're glad to have you. Um, I wish Sprites could have been here for this interview. He. Uh, but like I said, he's you know he's tied up, he's busy, yeah. um, and so he will be back for next week's episode. We're gonna kind of dive into some of these uh, um, these rumors that are spreading. Um, I want to kind of talk about um, which we may we may touch on today a little bit. So let's not spoil that. Um, right. So, guys, before we get really started on this, I want to remind you: please follow us on Twitter. We are at Dragons W Gaming. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook. Uh, we are Dragons Well Gaming on Facebook, as well as Instagram, which I th- think I started two days ago. So please check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you enjoy. Um, I personally like Twitter better. I think Elon's got a better handle on that than old Zuck. Definitely. But, uh, you know um to to each his own i mean if if you like facebook more i mean we're we're there uh sending out news sending out updates trying to trying to keep all this going um so let's let's sprites and always do this right right at the beginning so i always like to ask you know kind of like what what we've been playing for the week so what do you degree what you've been playing for this week so i downloaded a pc builder of one of the most classic games i think everyone has heard of and if you haven't you've been living under a rock super mario 64 oh yeah i got a nintendo 64 copy of the game and bought a 90 dollar dumper so what that means is you dump all the crucial files and everything from your game to your PC and I rebuilt it. So I'm playing a remastered version of Super Mario 64 just for the nostalgia because that's what I grew up on. Imagine, imagine nostalgia being the Wii. Can you can you imagine that? I I, I can't. Mine was the wood green Atari. Oh, I, I had Atari growing up. It just wasn't as good as Star Tropics. So. I mean, there you go. Um, so Mario 64, man, that brings back a lot of memories. Um. Yeah, they've completely remastered it. You can run it in 60 FPS 4K with ray tracing. Oh, wow. You can play as Luigi and Wario now, and there's some new elements added to the game, but it's still pretty much just the base game. Right. So when we see that a lot, you know, I saw saw something the other day. They were, um, it looked like somebody had 
at first I thought it was a mod, but then I actually um, kind of rolled through and and got. I've been so I've been playing Legend of Zelda. I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can't. You know, I, I have to take breaks. So I'll play it for days, and then I'll take a few. You know, I'll take a couple days breaks. And um, uh, and guys, we we are on like YouTube and Twitch. Uh, there's no content out there yet. Um, my plan was to try to live stream a little bit. We had some tech issues, so that that kind of went by the wayside. But um, I'm hoping that I can get that fixed, and by the weekend or the end of this week, we'll probably start live streaming on Twitch. So come follow us on Twitch. You know, Dragons Well Gaming on Twitch. Um, but in saying that, I I was looking at um, somebody did this really really cool. Uh, Dragon Ball Z video where they found one of the dragons flying and you know it looks like Goku like gliding down by the dragon and they had the the Chala you know intro song and stuff it was awesome <laughs> but I, I thought it was a mod at first and, and I and I saw where there were some mods I think um, and some you know lousy video editing cutting stuff but um one of the things I noticed was it was funny because it it was he had he had really long hair you know he's like Super Saiyan three Goku flying yeah. by this dragon and I found out that I think all he did was to do the video was to there's a shop where you can where you can change the color of your outfits mm-hmm. of your of your armor and stuff and so I think he just found certain armor that kind of matched. And then there's one where it looks like he's got really long hair. I can't remember what um, what armor that is. I think it's um, it's the ruby armor. So like if you get hit, instead of losing health, you lose rubies, which kind of seems kind of counterproductive. But yeah. um, it it was that, and I guess he had it dyed yellow, so he looked like Super Saiyan three Goku. It was it was awesome, man. So, <clears throat> but um, we did a little bit of that. That's I mean that's about all I've been messing with. Um, we did uh, we did kind of look at some other stuff. Um, uh, Sprites and I were talking about. Uh, I know there's a college next near near to us that uh, they've actually kind of reached out and we're kind of helping build up their esports program. Fun fun program. Oh yeah yeah so. I'm kind of looking forward to that, and I think we may be doing a live stream, hopefully, uh, of, I think they're having a fall tournament, and so we may even try to pop on there and do some commentary, so if you want to come back and do some commentary, I know oh, you've done that before for us, so, <laughs> yeah. so we may have to set up a couple things and do some commentary, um, but, you know, one of the things I kind of want to go over with you today is, uh, you know, a lot of the fans, a lot of the, I know a lot of our fans are the, a lot of our esports kids and so you know just to kind of find out what um what you like and dislike about esports i kind of put together a little interview so if you right. if you're down i'm i'm gonna ask you a couple questions go ahead go ahead uh so how did you get involved in esports and what sparked your interest in competitive gaming so that that takes me back uh started at this school, yeah, not gonna say names, all right, but in sixth grade, where Maverick has 
taught me how to code. And, like, halfway through the year, we just dropped coding and played Super Smash Bros. about every single day. Oh, we didn't do that every day. Come on now. Oh, just about. (laughs) (laughs) But that really brought me to the competitive side of gaming because before that, really, all I had played was, like, split-screen Black Ops with my cousins or Minecraft or stuff like that. Never really got into the competitive scene until I was introduced to Smash Bros., and from there, I mean, I just felt something, just a right. spark. I, I wanted to win. I wanted to be there. A couple years later, we get start talking to Maverick, and we have rumors of an esports program coming to. And I'm like, I want in. I want to compete. I want to do this. So I got my hands on my sister's Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I stole her Switch for about two, three months, or was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, Actually, it was the a, whole first year. Yeah, it was the first year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so stole her switch for about the whole first year and got my own copy of Smash. And I mean, man, it, it was a fun journey. And then I got surprised with this beautiful, beautiful OLED from the man himself, Maverick. Well, I mean, there were a lot of people involved in that. Yeah, dude had me in tears. Let me tell you what. But, yeah, uh,. Esports is such a great program to be involved in because I get to come together and meet all these people that are in my school and people outside of my school. In our one of our competitions, I actually talked to the dude that I competed against to this day. He was in a oh, that's good friendship Overwatch or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but still talk to him to this day. So not only do I get to get closer with the people in my school that I don't talk to as much, but I also get to meet new people outside who I compete with. Oh, that's and that's awesome. You know, like growing community and and you know, like building relationships outside of outside of what we do, you know, is is something that's that's kind of important. And if and if anything, you know, like our influence for other people or you know, maybe even their influence into us will will just make us a better team, you know. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, I know this. Some of our listeners know this. But what 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 games do you compete in, and and what drew you to that particular game? Uh, I compete in Overwatch Two. It's a five v five team based game. Uh, you got escort payloads and whatnot, and capture the flag on so, like type of maps. Uh, I play a very tanky character i play two tanky characters i mostly play reinhardt and the poor my man will never be the same roadhog uh (laughs) justice for roadhog hashtag justice for roadhog yeah for sure i want that old hook back it's just not the same anymore it's it's not man and and the thing is is like with roadhog i was just starting to play as roadhog and then when they did that to him it was just like i I, that was my one tank i could play with I mean, you used to be like, why can I not one-shot that freaking Tracer anymore? Like, she's sitting here teleporting at eight different angles at the same time, and I can't one-tap her anymore. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like, <clears throat> I mean, I, but between between the long shots from Ash and the, tra- <laughs> the Tracer sneaking up, you know, behind you and... Deadly combo. I, oh yeah, man. I, 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 I we played. Um, so, um, just spoiler for you um, and any of the Overwatch kids listening. Um, we are looking at probably trying to get all this 
setup and and tryout started pretty soon um i know when sprites gets back we're gonna start practicing and we we did practice the other night uh it was horrible uh um, <laughs> how'd that go uh, it didn't go it didn't go well uh <laughs> i think we ended up winning but it it was it was and then they dropped us into something that was uh they dropped us into something that wasn't you know like the the match was pretty much over so we 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 took a deal on that one but yeah, yeah. Um, you, you win some you lose some and just sbmm is different these days well and that's that's kind of you know so um so you know you don't you don't typically think about well most most people don't think about training like when it comes to video games and stuff but do you have like a typical training routine or so or you know like do you do you spe- specify how many hours a day that you dedicate to practice oh well it just depends so uh for la- last year i had a really good team i mean i could talk to these dudes all the time and in a matter of seconds they would respawn uh, hey yeah we're gonna practice today so it would range between like five to six hours of practice yeah. just like non-stop ha- having a good time and then you know we'd like switch it up and play ranked and be all serious uh but with this year i haven't really talked to my teammates that much i'm gonna start doing that this month last month i've been working on a little project at home but uh so if i'm playing solo i usually like to tend to not rage so i keep it to like two to three games at a time and then I'll go do something for like five, ten minutes, you know, get my mind off the game, but still think about it, still think about yeah. strategies, like what to do on what maps and whatnot, and like why, if I lo- lost the game, why did I lose the game, and what can I do to fix that? So I'm going to put you on the spot. Are you are you going to stick with Overwatch in the fall? Or are you gonna... I'm going to stick with Overwatch. Uh, okay. Little, our little... Little Mac Main from Smash has been begging me to come back to Smash. And I mean, like, it doesn't matter what game we play. He's yeah. just like, I need you back on Smash, like, yeah. now. And I'm like, no, I'm going to play Overwatch. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, he should, maybe he should try out for Overwatch. He should, because I'm, he's... I, I would hate to lose my Little Mac Main, by the way, but... but I'm, I think he could do really good, because I see... I see or little I'm just gonna call him Little Mac. I see Little Mac and he he has a competitive sport to him. I mean oh, when yeah. he wants something, he will go out there and get it. Absolutely. I mean he didn't even have a switch at the time and he stole somebody's quote unquote stole. He he had yeah, permission. I mean, he, he, he did borrow he borrowed his switch. And he he can beat me and I was uh not to humble anyone or anything, but uh I was like second best in the esports program next to Sprites. Yeah. I and mean, you're probably right. He on that. beat me in a matter of like two weeks of practicing, and that that beat me down. Even though I wasn't even in Smash anymore, but I see competitive striving, and I think if he did Overwatch, he'd do really good. Yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. Well, and that's the thing. I don't know. I know we've got a lot of people signed up. I don't know how many people are gonna make it through tryouts. We're gonna. I would love to have two Overwatch teams, but you know, I got I need to keep my Smash team, and we actually may have enough. Uh, equipment this year to do maybe two smash teams and overwatch i'm not sure yet i'll finally be on that ps5 so no more like (laughs) below 60 frames a second on my ps4 while everyone's running ps5 are you getting a ps5 i am getting a ps5 are you really buying my own nice so you've been working this summer 
Yep. Uh, I think I've got just over six hundred dollars right now wow. just from working all summer. So good deal. I'm gonna use that and fix up my little project at home, and then buy me a PS5 and hey, never worry about life look again. Look at you! <laughs> look at you go. Well, and and I know that we had some like Wi-Fi issues in here last year. Uh, but we're gonna fix that actually because I'm replacing. I think I think the problem was we had so we had two APs. Yeah. And one of them was working great. And then I think y'all were connecting to the other one that was a little further away. That's not so great. And so I'm actually replacing that one this summer. And so we'll have you know you'll be on two good APs. Plus you know if we can if we can do it we'll wire you up and and you'll be good to go. But yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm I'm all, I'm I'm excited for this season. Um, so, you know, another question that kind of comes to mind when you, you know, like, so what kind of challenges have you faced as an esports player, and how do you overcome them? I know, like grades and things like that are always De- something that, that definitely grades. Uh, you know, geometry is not the most forgiving subject in this school, but uh, you know. I look, it's it's everywhere. I was horrible at geometry. Now, algebra I could do. Geometry was a completely different beast. Uh, I will say this: esports has changed me as a person because before, like, I'd get a a sixty in algebra and I'm, or yeah, in algebra or geometry, and I'd be like, you know, I don't care. I mean, it's not gonna hurt me. Oh well, I got one bad grade. But now that I'm in esports and uh, theater, and something is on the line, like if I don't do this no pass no play yeah i have a reason to go to tutorials to show up to school early and uh learn about what i'm doing and show up after school and fix test grades and like actually worry about my grades right and uh another challenge is just wi-fi man you got good wi-fi you got bad wi-fi when your parents are like go to your grandma's house and you can practice there and you're running like 234 ping and you're sitting right by the wi-fi <laughs> it goes kind of crazy well and 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 i'll say that you know just rural internet in general is is you know not good now i i do know that there's supposed to be some fiber dropped in the area i don't know how far it's going to come out uh Here, here's to hoping here's to hoping you know you know <laughs> you know we're gonna get a little political here you know biden he came out and he said oh everybody uh, everybody needs to needs needs internet. It's a necessity now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and political biases aside, you know, bias aside, I I will say yes. You know, this is internet is. I know a lot of people disagree. Um, they'll say that internet to, mo- to a lot of people is not a necessity and i do think kids need to get outside a little bit more now this is coming from a gaming podcast but you know <laughs> i mean i i mean i also work in it and i believe that social media is is what is keeping us from being social yeah you know actually getting out and i mean i remember a time when the family would get together and we would all sit around the table on Sundays and eat and visit and the cousins would play and, you know, we didn't have things like what, you know, y'all have grown up with. Um, oh, I had I had the experience that I, it'll probably happen again, but I haven't had it in so long. We had a little 4th of July party yesterday and yeah. 
Uncle Jeff came over. He only comes around like every once a year, but he's moving into my great-grandmother's old house mm-hmm. when she passed away. So they've been remodeling everything. So Uncle Jeff comes over, and we have this huge, huge dinner. I mean, it is just so good. We got steaks, ribs, mac and yeah. cheese, salad, the whole bunch. Like, I mean, there was just two. There was so many plates. We had to move plates from the kitchen and the dining room mm-hmm. into the living room because we couldn't eat on the tables in the dining room. Yeah. So we had like salad and whatnot in the living room, just chilling there. But we ate. And then the adults played their board games inside, and I'm, like, the oldest kid there, or teen there, but... That's how I was growing up. I was... I, minus minus my older cousin, who's one year older than uh, than I am, um, I was, like, the... You know, I, I was the, you know, the one that everybody looked up to, or the one that, yeah. you know, you're, you're because as the oldest, I mean, everybody tends to either look up to you or... You know, so I mean, you can you could make or break that person. <laughs> but I'm out there, and it's just seven of my cousins, and I talk to Uncle Jeff, and he's like, "Go out, just go out there and try and have fun." And I thought about it for a second. I did, and I mean, I had the time of my life. Yeah, I played cornhole with them. I taught some of them how to play basketball. We we even did a little. <laughs> We did a little Roman candle tag. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's always good. Yeah, not 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 probably the best thing to play, but I I gave him some bike helmets, you know, face protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, see, we didn't do Roman candles. We always did um we always did bottle rockets. Oh, uh, ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until it went under the vehicle one time, uh, and yikes. I mean, thankfully nothing happened. I mean, uh, we we just you know dumb kids. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it happens. Everybody's got to do that every once in a while. Yeah, but I feel like more kids nowadays should get outside and just enjoy life for yeah, what it is. I agree. I, I, I do. I, I think I think that that's, that's one of the big things that, um, you know, but go outside and listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get, walk, put your beats on, walk the dogs, yeah, listen to the podcast. Yeah, listen to the podcast. <laughs> Um, Dragon Ball Gaming on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, please listen on Spotify. Apple is doing, I, I, and I, and I love Apple products. I love Apple for the most part as a company, uh, but Apple Podcast is doing nothing for us. So if you're listening on Apple Podcast, switch over to Spotify. You know, help us out. Um, so let's see. I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, uh, we are. You, you already answered that. Um, <laughs> so, this is, this is kind of a this is a good question. Um, have you encountered any stereotypes or misconceptions about esports? And if you have, how do you respond to them? Uh, people like a bunch of people in our school. You know, like upbeat. Oh, not city, but like mostly country folk. Yeah, and I mean we've we've had video games as kids, but like not an esports program. So like the stereotypical thought, you see an esports kid and you're like, wow, that dude's a nerd. Like he probably smells. Yeah, and, but you know, I've one of our most athletic kids was in esports, and that dude destroyed us. Oh yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, with stereotypes, you just gotta. Everyone's different. I mean, I I get I know that you can see some stereotypes. You come in here, and I mean, there is a bunch of nerds. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm a nerd. I mean, you know. <laughs> but it's all around a chill place. If you're not a nerd, yeah, 
<laughs> right. But yeah. Well, and and that's that's the thing, you know. I mean, we Sprites and I've always wanted everyone to feel, you know, like welcome into the program, things like that. And I would just, I tend to, I mean, because, I mean, you know, this, this, what we're talking about, this um, stereotype or misconceptions, you know, I mean, a lot of people think that, you know, they, they might walk into here when, when we're playing and they're like, oh, well, you know, they're not, they're not really doing anything. They're not, you know, playing any, um, doing anything productive or whatever. But what I see from the program and what, what we've kind of seen, you know take hold is is that like the competitive drive you were talking about you know i i love to see um people try to get the best out of themselves as they can and if esports is what does it i mean if if our program is helping you or anybody else to think about their grades a little more and make better grades in in I, I care less how you do in the game. I mean, as long as I mean, if you're if you're if you're making yourself better, if you're being a better person, if esports is making you a better person, I, man, I would do it all over again. I would I would make it, you know, I would make it work out, and uh, we do we'd start this program all over again. Um, Absolutely, I think it's important that you know, in in rural areas, you know, you don't see a lot of this they don't see all of the lights and shows and things that they see in like the bigger cities and stuff like that but not only is there money to be made in this but this is such a broader area that that a lot of people don't think about you know from esports not only are you team building and you're building that competitive nature you're um you know, you're you're trying to make good grades. Um, you're working hard, not only in school but in practice, and then you're also getting experience in. For example, I mean this this podcast would not exist without things that we have done within esports. Yeah. You know, and and so with esports, we have not only grown as a group i mean our, our numbers have gone up i think we have like 25 kids signed up this year for esports um Insane not only numbers for yeah us, by the way i mean eventually we'll have more than the basketball team oh yeah it's, it's gonna happen yeah because and so <laughs> we just have to find enough days for everybody to play on enough you know enough games i mean there's plenty of of variations out there of games that you know where we've kind of dabbled into splatoon a little bit you know looked at that um Mario Kart, Overwatch, Smash. They even and got League on there. Even got League. One of, one um, of our, our uh, esports kids. Proud of him if he does it. Yeah, I'm proud of him if he doesn't. Madden. Oh, they, hey, they yeah. Sports I mean, games on there. Yeah, because we, we can't. If, if we, he can ball out on Madden, I'm all for it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely for it. Um, you just got to get that PS4 version. <laughs> yeah, right, for sure. Well, they may bump it up to PS5 this year. I don't, I don't know Hopefully. what what they're, what they're, you know. It's just PS5s were too hard to get at the time, so yeah. they just chose a PS4 version. I'm going to walk up to GameStop today and buy a PS5. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and see, that's the thing. It, it's, it's, it's weird because, um, 
you know you don't think about esports as as being something that can that can grow all of this you know i've got um this year we're talking about growing our twitch stream and and doing some live streams of our games um and if we do that then uh um you know then you're getting experience in video editing or video content creation and things like that so it's not just the video game aspect of it and there's so much more tied into it and I'm and I'm excited to to look at some of that stuff. Um, so, got two more questions. Right. What advice would you give to someone who is considering pursuing a career or involvement in esports? Uh, definitely make sure that uh, what hardware you have, you can play on that hardware without a problem. You can move it from like your house to the school or wherever you're playing without nothing happening to it. Uh, if it's a school involved, like eSports group, make sure you keep your grades up, pay attention in class, don't get in trouble. Definitely don't get in trouble because if you do something, you act up, and one of your teachers knows you're in eSports, so they're going to be like, oh, okay, you want to act up in my class? I'm just going <laughs> to send a quick email, and then, boom, you're done for. Yeah. So keep the good activities up uh you act like your coach is unforgiving oh he's not (laughs) (laughs) thank you coach maverick (laughs) there's been plenty of times i've walked in here he's like i got an email don't do it again i'm like sir yes sir (laughs) i try not to be too rough on y'all but you know we, we do have to hold everybody has to be accountable i tell my kids all the time i'm like look if dad doesn't go to work or if dad goes to work and doesn't do a good job, there are consequences. Yeah. Dad doesn't do it enough, daddy no longer has a job. Same, same premise here. If you, you go into esports, you don't show up, or you show up and you don't do good, could be consequences. Yeah, yeah. Mo- mostly if you don't show up. If you show up and you don't do good, but you, you start improving, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So... And we kind of already talked about this, touched a little bit on it. How, how do you stay motivated and continue to improve your skills as an esports player? So, and when I when I say stay motivated, I'm I'm saying let's let's say we have a, a which we did. Uh, let's say we have a bad couple weeks, and you know you you take some L's and and team kind of starts to to not necessarily fall apart, but kind of kind of what do you do as one of the teammates to try to pull everybody back together? Uh, so and to get the team motivated again, I guess. Put us in a situation. Say we lose a game. It's a terrible game. I mean, we get absolutely destroyed. I'd go home, hit everyone up, and I'm like, all right, forget about what just happened. Or, like, forget the attitude you have about what just happened. I don't, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to see it. Nothing. Get rid of that attitude completely, and we're going to sit here and practice straight-ranked until we physically can't no more or until everyone has to get off because the best way to go about taking L's is to learn from it so I'll I'll reflect on like what I did I'm like I'm sorry I I didn't heal here or I didn't hold a shield up long enough to protect you or something like that and then I'll practice on that especially against these randoms that we're playing against at home right well, good deal. And so, to your 
future teammates you got any words of encouragement for your future you have no idea who your your no your clue. your overwatch team is going to be this year uh, i do know we do know that you are on it because you helped us out earlier this summer and woo. told y'all if y'all helped out I'd, I'd give you a spot on whatever team you wanted so so uh future words of encouragement you can play other games just don't let it take over your life yeah if you're gonna play esports practice the game at home i mean sure you might you might i mean might be able to come up here and only practice at the school and do decently but if you don't go home and put in the work and i understand if you can't but if you can and you don't go home and put in the work then it's gonna show and everyone will notice i know this and it's gonna be on you too because i mean especially in a team driven game like overwatch i mean if if one person's i mean you're only as strong as the weakest link yeah i mean the the chain the chain metaphor you know i mean you're you're only as strong as that weakest person on the team so if if you know that person is not going home and not practicing and not you know putting in the time it's going to show game day and so i mean that that would be my encouraging words is just you know, I, I know new games come out all the time. That's why, you know, we we created this podcast. To talk Final about Fantasy new games. go crazy. Oh, yeah. Final Fantasy <laughs> 16 is awesome. Played the demo at my cousin's house. Oh, it was good, wasn't yes. it? Yes. So I hated it. It ended. And then now, I've, but, but you know, and, and kind of go into that topic, um, I kind of feel like now I need to unhook the, uh, unhook the PlayStation, uh, bring it out, vacuum it out and everything before I actually get Final Fantasy because I heard it's burning up PlayStations. <laughs> and I've had mine for a while, so... Uh, I don't... Yeah, you take as many precautions as possible. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So if you're playing Final Fantasy 16, please vacuum out your system before you, uh, before you uh, get into some intense heat and melt your... Uh, $600 PS5. And if you don't know how, there's plenty of guides online and on YouTube. You oh, can absolutely. follow them step by step. It's not that hard of a process. You just got to be careful and keep liquids away from the PlayStation. Oh, oh yeah, 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 for sure. So, <clears throat> kind of getting off the interview, um, you know, we, we, we always try to... Uh, I always like to try to trigger sprites. And... Um, we're not doing that today, okay. obviously. Um, but but something that has been triggering me a little bit um, is have have you looked at any of the Nintendo Switch Two rumors? Okay, I have. So uh, the biggest source from about the Nintendo Switch rumors comes from a uh, Twitter user in Spain. His name I is saw that, in yeah. Weedles, and he has claimed that dev kits have landed in Spain and that they're only being used with pro controllers so that they don't leak the new controllers. And I kind of trust this guy because uh, he's done a couple of leaks in the past. He leaked some Mario Kart 8 DLC. Uh, he did some Metroid Prime leaks, and, I mean, they all came out to be true. Okay, so, so, so I don't, and I don't know if you know this or not, but... So what what I read was the company that did Metroid Dread yes is actually based out of Spain is what I think I remember reading. So it would so now all these rumors have popped up about oh 
okay, so they're testing the new dev kit on the new side-scrolling Metroid game, like Dread 2 or whatever. You know, it's not going to be called Dread, but the new side-scrolling Metroid game, which, I mean, as a Metroid fan, excites me, but also I think, you know, we've we've had leaks before with NVIDIA... Uh, you know the new the new Tegra chip and and all these new Nvidia improvements and all this stuff and not to say that that something like that may not be in the new Switch but you know I mean even Bloomberg came out I mean they put their reputation on the line and were like hey this is coming out announcement this 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 you know and here we are like a year and a half later from that and I. I, I I just wonder if it's not a YouTube hype. You know, yeah. I think it's. I think everybody's. Nintendo news has been slow. Oh yeah. I think it's clickbait. Um, and I think that, um, as much as I want to trust this guy, and do I think there's dev kits out there? I'm sure Nintendo sending dev kits out. Probably. But what's gotten blown out of proportion is now they're saying oh you know july they're gonna announce a new you know they're gonna announce the new switch no there's no way uh they nintendo has come out and said that they will not announce a new switch next year financially because we're still working on all these new games and whatnot well and then after the direct i mean they had they had numerous games that are i mean they said we're coming to switch the switch it's been out for a while. Don't get me wrong. It still has games that can come out for it before everything is just like below the hardware that can it, that it can run. Yeah, I mean, and I know like Hogwarts Legacy. You know, that I think they finally came out and said that that's not coming to Switch. Yeah, they decided. Ooh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and which is a good game, and it's, it's just not for the Switch. It's not. It's. I mean. If it would have come out for the Switch, I probably would have gotten it for Switch because I tend to, like my my longer RPG type games like that, I tend to 100% them. Um, yeah. So I'm a big Lego fan. Like, love, love all the Lego games. Absolutely. And That's what I grew up on. Lego Lord of the Rings. Right, yeah. And and so they look better on PS5 and, yeah. and stuff. But, man, I just... Like, if I have it on Switch... It's easier to pick up. I can take it with me. You, I can one hundred percent it. No, yeah. You, you're waiting on your wife in Walmart, and then she taking way too long getting some eggs. So you pull up the Lego game, you start yeah, balling out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I say I don't have that problem. I, I we do we do we do grocery pickups. Uh, so. uh, <laughs> <laughs> not my family. No, I'm it, always in the car playing like Borderlands or something on my Switch. Yeah, you know, catching up on the latest game that I get. Well, and that's the thing, you know. I mean, I, I my my library, my Switch library, and so my esports kids will. Oh, oh, I, oh I've I've seen it. it uh, it's it is kind of crazy. Let me tell you what, Buster. It, it look, I've I've have spent a lot of money on my Switch games, <laughs> but I have I have finished them, most of them. I think I think there's about fifteen that I haven't finished. I, th- I think what you do is healthy. You know, the yeah, backlog, yeah. keeping like I'm gonna. I bought this game. I'm gonna finish it. Yeah. Well, and this year, you know, I did my. I, I, I know I told Sprites, and I probably told y'all too that I was only buying five games this year. Yeah. And so, Tears of the Kingdom was my fifth game, which is really bad because you know Final Fantasy came out, uh, Advance Wars came out, and I, after playing it, like going back and playing it on DS, I really want 
advanced wars. Um, and then, you know, Fire Emblem Engage. Um, now we've got, you know, Mario Wonder. All these oh, all I these games come I out. So so like January first. I, I'm I'm dropping like three hundred dollars on video games. <laughs> January first, you buying all five games. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna have to do like twenty or something for next year. I think I'm gonna do something this like that. This year we're gonna bump it up a little, uh, as many games as I please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and well, and then, like the kids will want stuff. I know, I know that one yeah. of them's wanting Detective Pikachu, and one of them's wanting uh super mario and you know we'll we'll see when when that time comes but um not yet little one yeah right <laughs> well and so you know with the switch rumors i i'm i'm kind of on the fence i, I want to believe it i don't think there's an announcement coming i don't think we'll get an announcement my my original comment on all this was that we would we would get a release date you know they would announce it this year give us a release date for 2024 now i'm actually even further in that i think we'll get a, a an announcement like 2025 or i will i i could maybe see late 2024 i could see an early 2024 announcement if the games that are scheduled to come out in 2024 are uh if they are actually coming out early 2024 what i see happening is those games come out because i mean you don't want to say like hey this game's coming out for switch and then the next week we're like hey we got switch 2 coming out yeah, and then everybody's got, gonna be like no nope. switch 2 it's not cross compatible with your games though so. well okay so there is a rumor to that oh. uh nintendo this isn't a rumor nintendo actually came out and said that the nintendo account your your nintendo account would work on the updated system so essentially what it sounds like and a lot of people are reading into this that digital library will be accessible on the new hardware absolutely so I, I mean i'm good with that but the problem is, is if my physical library is not Ooh. i'm in trouble because yeah you know, i buy physical content because my kids you know, I mean, I'm I'm gonna buy one copy of Splatoon three, and we're all three gonna play it, or two of us in the house will play it. We'll buy one copy of Super Mario, and then three of us will play it. You yeah. know, um, because you know this podcast, I, I I appreciate all my listeners, and uh, <laughs> but uh, until this starts growing uh, a good bit, I can't be buying three copies. Or we get that Nintendo uh, that uh, Nintendo. Um, sponsorship or whatever oh, where they're sending yeah. us free games please yo N- nintendo just uh hook us up real quick yeah i yeah, know yeah. you're listening yeah you, could, <laughs> you absolutely please hook us up um so uh last topic of the day i guess uh what do you think about the current court situation between playstation and xbox oh the microsoft ftc so uh i have been watching this for a while now and i mean this is the biggest court case in or the biggest case in video game history probably since the apple versus epic or sega versus nintendo yeah yeah but i mean this is so big i mean the claims that micro like microsoft came out and said that we can out buy playstation with our revenue and I'm, that's crazy that they just throw that out there. And 
the FTC siding with PlayStation. I mean, think about it. Act, uh, Microsoft, if they buy Call of Duty, they said it's still going to stay on PlayStation consoles. It would still stay there. And even Nintendo, N- Nintendo would get a 10-year contract of the game. And now PlayStation and FTC thinks it's it's going to become a monopoly. But you look at PlayStation, they got games like Spider-Man Lockdown. You can't buy these new Spider-Mans on like any other platform unless they release it on Steam, mm-hmm. which is what they've done with Miles Morales and Spider-Man Remastered or God of War right. or stuff like that. And they charge an 80, 70 bucks for these games. Well, but but you know, they, so they, there are specific studios that that they, I mean, so Uncharted, for example, yeah, PlayStation exclusive. You know, Naughty Dog worked on it. Um, um, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, you know, like you said, God of War. You know, God of War is is locked down to PlayStation. It's also and, a Sony character. Um, and like, uh, the new Final Fantasy is only coming out on PlayStation. Now, see, that's something that that does shock me because yeah. Square in the past has worked with Xbox. Uh, I know there were there were games on there were Final Fantasy games on Xbox 360. Yeah, I played some. Um. You know, I, I just, I feel like, you know, when they when they got Bethesda and they, when Microsoft bought Bethesda, I think we kind of saw the writing on the wall, what they would do. Now they have Starfield. Yeah. Massive game. Oh. Only coming to Xbox. Yeah. Now, I did see some stuff that only about um, 30 to 40 percent, I think is the number. I have to double check that and fact check myself on that but i think it was about like 40 percent of the planets are actually inhabited and actually have life on them and the other like 60 percent whatever are not are not they have no life on them whatsoever they're just like barren planets which is kind of weird you know to build this huge thing and system of of but not only feel like a, a a third to a you know 40 percent or so of the of the planets with life that it kind of seems a little you know maybe they're going to do something with some dlc or something later yeah. but um you uh, know they and they've they've both taken shots at each other playstation's actually taking shots at nintendo they say that you know switch players switch owners are not interested in call of duty well i mean i I, I am a story-driven Call of Duty person. I don't, yeah. I don't like to play uh, online with I all, love all y'all cam- sweats. I don't, yeah. I don't like to do all <laughs> the, that. The campaigns have always been like a, a little thing. for like If I get tired, uh, or what, what used to be, if I get tired of multiplayer or zombies, I'd go to the campaign. But now, when I get the game, that's the first thing I do. I play the campaign. I beat it through all that I do hardened, and then whatever the hardest difficulty is after yeah. you beat it on hardened. And... Uh, I get all the achievements that I can, figure out all the little Easter eggs and secrets and whatnot that they've got stashed around the game, especially with Modern Warfare 2's campaign, and most of these missions are just so big, and there's literally so many different routes that you can take. Right. I, I, I actually enjoyed playing the story mode, but yeah. uh, to say that for Sony to come out and say that Nintendo players don't want Call of Duty, it's kind well, of iffy. you know, and that's the thing. They've both been taking shots, and 
even to the point where like Activision Blizzard was like, well, you know, we didn't we didn't think that you know switch players would or we didn't so activision blizzard actually said that we didn't think the system would sell well in the beginning okay so seven years later you're still not making a call of duty even though you make a call of duty every year you're still not making it for switch see that that to me is is it's just an excuse like they've had the opportunity for you know okay so let's say they didn't think this system was going to sell well let's say they thought in business sense that two years was the max that they thought the system was going to be successful okay well after the first two years they should have known from all of nintendo's financials i mean they should read the writings on the wall i mean nintendo's but what, what what's happening is is nintendo's blowing them out of the water yeah playstation doesn't want nintendo to get that 10-year contract with activision blizzard because you know, then, which Xbox and, and Nintendo have had a pretty decent, you know, relationship as yeah. far as, I mean, and and PlayStation and Sony, I mean, PlayStation and Nintendo have had a, a you know, a, f- a decent relationship, you know, good. because they didn't think they're a competitor. But if you look at the financials, I mean, they're blowing Xbox and PlayStation out of the water. I mean, you, you, you can't touch Nintendo right now. Oh, yeah, no. Now, if their new system is like the Wii U... <laughs> Then, Back to just Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. I mean, now, I had a Wii U. I love my Wii U. <clears throat> um, for those that, that hate on the Wii U, I mean, I, I did have one, and I, I enjoyed it. Um, marketing, gaming, you know, the games just weren't there. The marketing wasn't there for it. Uh, Nintendo just failed on those, those spots. I think if they would have done better, it would have... But again, I'll go back to this. My Wii U is the only place I can play my Metroid Prime trilogy. Oh well, yeah. Which I mean, I know we got the remaster, but two and three should be coming out. I hope soon. And for anybody that hadn't played Metroid Prime, the remaster it it is amazing. It looks amazing. It plays amazing. They've done so many extra things that make it look nice. That you know, it just you need to go pick it up. It's never going to go on sale, so just go spend the 40 bucks yeah. and pick it up. And before we uh, end out here, I, I want to throw a little personal bias at Activision real quick. I mean, I think Activision needs to get their stuff together. If you look at Modern Warfare 2019 and Warzone, it was good in the beginning, and then you had about like midway through its lifetime, uh, just hackers and sweats and skill-based matchmaking just was not it and then the same thing happened with modern warfare 2 i mean since release it's been this gym that is just covered well i'm even hearing that the new overwatch season has like it's not it's not there has hurt has hurt a lot of the uh, matchmaking skill or activision is being like selfish right now so there was an uh there was this company, well, not a company, but like a band of gamers that were coming together and making this thing called SM2, which was going to take mono, the old Modern Warfare 2's engine and bring like Black Ops 1, like every single old game yeah. into that engine. And it was like no cross platform and it was free to play as long as you had those games installed right. and like purchased. But. And Activision shut it down completely. They put a cease and desist order on it, and I mean it's been in the making since before twenty before Modern Warfare twenty nineteen. 
and it's just so much potential in that game and I know I can see what's happening here Activision sees that their current game is just not doing it for them like it, it, they're barely keeping up as is right. with updates right and they see this and this is a threat to their business because their games are so lackluster right now yeah and so they're like this is gonna this is gonna be amazing this is gonna be such a good game but it's uh, hurtful to us and we don't even use our old ips anymore so we're just gonna cease it well and you know one of the things i see with call of duty is that there are games every year and you know it's like ubisoft and and activision and i, I think if they would instead of do the yearly release this has been controversial. Uh, I'm a huge part of the COD community. Uh, I've always loved COD, grew up on COD. But something I've always believed in since like I gained consciousness of this is that if they would just stop the yearly releases, yeah, listen to the community, and do something like spend two or three years on like Black Ops 2 Remastered, their, their financial would go through the roof. Oh, yeah. The game would absolutely. blow up. Everyone would love it. If they'd stop trying to compete with other games and do what the community wants, it would work in their favor, and it would blow other games out of the water. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and that's the thing. You see you see games like... I mean, Call of Duty makes Activision a ton of money every year. And, oh, yeah. and, and uh, But and Madden's the same way. Like, I mean, you can only improve so much... Uh, like, if you take a look at Modern Warfare 2019, think about, like, the gunsmith and the weapons. Mm-hmm. And then you take a look at Modern Warfare 2. The only thing that has changed is that there is a couple new guns, and now you can tune your attachments. Yeah. That's it. The Like, I won't, uh, something else, like the menus, the, the UI... I hate Modern Warfare 2's UI. It's like a Hulu menu. <laughs> I, I can't... I can't <laughs> I'm being so dead serious. You have to go through like three menus right. to go invite your friend, and then another menu to get in your settings, and then another menu to get in your voice chat right. to mess with all that. I want to go back like Black Ops 2. You load into multiplayer. You've got multiplayer, custom game, theater, COD TV, barracks, leaderboards, all that, and it's just in one line... And you scroll to it, you click A. Or your friends list, you click Y or you click triangle, boom, your friends list is right there. Yeah. You invite your friends right there. Everything's gotten so complicated. I don't I don't see why we've uh, transferred to a... I, the, the funny thing about me saying the Hulu thing, the UI was worked on by ex-Hulu employees. Oh, there you go. That's- on the... Like the... And so you can see what they did there. Like, it worked in the past. Let's, let's do it again. Well, I mean, that's that's like when Microsoft. That's when Microsoft lost me. When when Xbox lost me, um, I I don't know, man. It, when when Xbox lost me, when the they changed the Xbox One menu to a more Windows Eight. Oh yeah. Because at the time I was working in a different place, and man, Windows Eight was giving us all kinds of problems at work. And so I'd come home and I'd, I'd turn my Xbox on and I'd look at that menu and I'm like, you know, it's just Bleh. disgusting. Like, and they're still doing all, so. I have a my Xbox. I do beta testing on. Yeah. I've been beta testing for Xbox since like 2017. Since like. Project X Cloud was a thing. Yeah, right. right. And 
like through the years, I I know of like seven different huge changes in the menu, when like the original menu was perfect. Yeah, it it was there, it it worked. The community liked it, and then the community gave backlash to Microsoft when they changed it, and they're like, "We don't care. We're making the money. You're not mm-hmm. big buster." Yeah, right. Well, I don't know, man. I I just I think that that. There's going to be some turnout for this. I, I'm kind of curious to see where this all goes in the end. Uh, it, it would be kind of fun to see COD on Game Pass. Uh, that would bring a lot of new people to the community because I know a lot of people who use Game Pass like daily. It's $15 subscription every month, yeah. and you get all these games. But I can definitely see the fear in the eyes of PlayStation. Well, yeah, because they'd be losing one of their biggest... And I mean... Game Game Pass Ultimate the the bet like the biggest subscription is fourteen ninety nine and I'm looking at some of these subscriptions on PlayStation and they're just like up there in prices they, they are but but it's not but you get you do get and and that's one of my my complaints to Sony I love my PlayStation oh, but, same here same but, here yeah but one of my complaints is that that to get access to you know like ps1 era games and stuff it does get expensive i i do think it's like a hundred hundred twenty dollars a year or something like that yeah, and and you look at xbox and like most of the older game like you can boot up games from the duke xbox on your xbox one for free like if you have it you can pop the disc in it'll read it and say oh hey this is backwards compatible you can play this and yeah. it'll install and you can play it but if sony would do that I guarantee they could blow Xbox out of the water. Yeah, there's just that's, so much stuff on PlayStation that's better than Xbox. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's I, the thing. Like, like I, the Uncharted series is one of the things that I absolutely love. And um, between that and, um, I mean, God of War obviously is is, uh, you know, it's it's outsold. Yeah, you know, the prior games and. Um, Great series, great storytelling. Sony, I know Sony did say something about the Sony, uh, storytelling would always be they would they're never going to get rid of their their single player yeah, campaign stuff, uh, which is great. If you're listening, Sony, uh, like producers, anyone, thank you for that. I appreciate you, yeah. my guy. Well, and and that's the thing, you know, and not going too far too much further into all this but um we're hoping to see some i'm hoping to see some good news out of this i think they're just at each other's throats and it's always going to be like that i don't think they're ever going to get um i don't think they're ever going to get away from this and you know like my final question i guess would be how does all of this tie into esports competitions it just depends, uh, like, if they do bring out, uh, if this Activision deal g- does go down and something to Overwatch happens, like, maybe you can't play it on PlayStation anymore, we could completely lose Overwatch, because I know most of the people in here either play on Switch or PlayStation. We could completely yeah. lose that. Well, and that's the thing, you know, like, we're, we're at a disadvantage anyways, because... You know, Overwatch is... I think a lot of our Overwatch players were PC-based. Yeah. And so being on a console, we're already at a at a disadvantage. But, but then playing on Switch, I mean, where you're locked at 30 frames and you can't get that 
upgraded frame rate that you needed you like, know that you, you need on a console so like casual players let me, let me just tell you this frame rate matters in a competitive game you need it and switch does not offer that on overwatch no unfortunately they don't now maybe switch to i don't know oh well, we'll see here's to hoping we'll we'll leave it on a positive note switch right. to overwatch 60 frames that'd be awesome Overwatch three, one twenty frames. <laughs> hey, look, I mean, if, if we even get an Overwatch three, I, I know. But um, well, guys, I guess that's uh, about the end of it. Um, I want to thank Degree for popping on and filling in for Sprites today. I think we had some good conversations. Thank you for the invitation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I love. But I didn't hear. I didn't. I never heard from him. I reached out. I never heard from him. So. <laughs> You know, that's, oh, I think he's in Florida right now. Florida, yeah, because he, he he called me the other day. He's like, "Yo, when I get back from Florida, you want to go watch uh, Oppenheimer?" I was like, "Sure." He's like, "Okay, seated, bye." Oh, okay, that's why he's ghosting me. <laughs> All right, thanks, Ace. You enjoy your time in Florida. <clears throat> and again, um, guys, you know we we I, I want to remind you again. You know, follow us on Twitter at Dragons W Gaming. Uh, Facebook, if you, Instagram. If you follow on Twitter, f- Facebook, and Instagram, you will be a Dragons W. Oh yeah, b- yeah. big W to you. Big W to you. You uh, you be uh, hooking us up for the win. Absolutely. Um, but you know, guys, I I, I always uh, we always like to we we want your feedback. You know, we want to know if we're doing something right, we're doing something wrong. Uh, post comments, you know, um, reply to us on um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm, I'm, I don't check it as much as I should, uh, but we, we both, Sprites and I both have a job, and we're trying to work full time job, and then Sprites has two, actually, mm-hmm. um, being a minister. Uh, but we, we do, we try to. Um, you know we try to juggle this that way we can give you guys some good content and things some family friendly stuff and but but please reach out you know i may not respond immediately um but uh know that that we are watching it we are trying to keep up and we would like to hear from you guys um but you know reach out to us on any of those socials um leave comments uh in the comment section uh, we're going to, you know, Sprites and I have been talking about it for a while, try to go to video one day. Um, may start posting some of this on our YouTube channel, uh, just the podcast with the with the logo or something to kind of get us on YouTube as well. Um, but, you know, if you have prayer requests, anything like that, you know, please reach out. Um, and with that, I guess if you don't have anything else, I'll lead us in prayer. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day that you've given us, um, sun shining and, and just all of your your wonder, Lord, we can see with our eyes. God, I pray that you just bless our listeners, um, you bless this podcast, Lord, every day, and I thank you for the listeners, and I thank you for the platform that we have to reach out and just spread your word, Lord. God, we um, ask that you please be with our listeners, be with the ones that uh, may need you. Maybe they're having a difficult time. Uh, Maybe they're sick. Lord, just put your hand on them. Let them know that you're with them. 
God, I want to thank you for this opportunity that we had today. Uh, thank you for Degree showing up and, and being on the podcast. And we also want to lift up Sprites and his family, Lord, and just know that they are doing your work. And we really appreciate that. God, we thank you and we love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, if that's it, um, again, man, thanks for coming on. And we'll we'll try to get you on again. I think we're going to get a couple of new mics and stuff. So uh, if that's it. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope you all have a great day. And uh, I'll see you all later. Peace out.